0: I'm Elizabeth and I'm joined by my perfect friend and co-host, Mr. Alex Morant. Hi, Alex.
1: I don't tell tales out of school. I school those who tell tales. Ooh. Ooh. I was I reacted to it myself after saying it. <laughs> were you going to ask if I had any uh, a tale behind that one? Uh, I were am. you listening to my tagline?
0: <laughs> this is me asking, is there a tale behind that tale?
1: Uh, no, I, I, I'd have to school myself if I told you the tale.
0: Oh, Alex, we are also joined by my lovely sister and our
2: co-host, Miss Julia Baker. Hi, Jules. I'm always here for good tea, especially if it includes alcohol.
1: <gasps> oh, well, I wonder what that one's Lover about.
2: Loverboy. I would love to get my hands on some Loverboy hard tea, but they do not distribute to California. I'm sure it's a huge process, but shame on Kyle Cook. We're blaming him. Shame on him. But I am drinking a Leverboy Spritz, something I was able to get. And I am drinking the blueberry lemon kissed with basil. And I have to say, it is a delightful taste. I'm you Open her. All right, are you ready? I've already (laughs) guzzled mine down.
0: There's Amanda being cute. That's what that sound was. Uh Uh-oh. All right, I just tried mango peach kiss with chili pepper. We're just laughing. No. Julia,
2: you drank all of yours. Yeah, I told you. I've guzzled it down.
0: Yours is better. I don't like that. You like Nine. the kiss of basil? I know what is so funny is before we started recording, I decided I wanted the mango peach because I thought it might taste better. And I don't I just Julia, did you like it? It's okay. All right. Um, they are good. Like, if I could get them without having to ship them, I would buy them. Oh, yes.
2: But because Elizabeth can't get her hands on hard tea from Loverboy, she's been obsessively buying several different brands of hard tea. And we found one that we think is the best. And that is Ola Brewing Company from Hawaii. Hawaii. And so far they're the best. So anyway, shout out to them. So they're there's not a paid sponsor. Yeah, sorry, a Kyle, plug.
1: Amanda, and Carl's. <laughs> not Bravo related product placement. I know,
2: give me your tea and then I can drink it. Huge fan of A huge keys. fan of the blueberry lemon. Yeah, real big fan.
1: Well, our listeners are craving to hear what I'm drinking, of course.
2: <laughs> yeah, what, what are you oh, is drinking? Is it a polar seltzer, Alex?
1: Oh, not this time. This, I, I've mixed it up now. It's an uh, Italian blood orange soda.
0: Ooh, You're wild. Just soda, is, yeah, is, yeah, soda. I got it at life? Trader Joe's. I
1: forget what the name of the brand is. A Via something?
0: You're not drinking? There's no boozies in there?
1: I'm not going to tell tales.
0: Oh, <laughs> Alex. My tagline for this week, quarantine was weird. But I've gotten weirder. And um, I felt very excited <laughs> watching this latest episode of New York because I have a fun little quirk that Sonia Morgan also has.
1: You call everyone a loser.
0: <laughs> You've i have aged rapidly. <laughs> I hose down special rocks. No, none of these things. Okay. For some reason, I have stopped taking tags off clothes. So hear me out. I get a new shirt don't look at me like that What? I get a new shirt I get a new sweater whatever I put it on and I just leave the tag on I just tuck it in and then I take it off and I hang it back up and then I think a new sweater the tags on every single time and I have not done this with one or two new garments I have done this with everything I've received for my birthday for Christmas everything I've compulsively bought myself on target.com I'm not doing it because I'm going to return, like Sonia. I don't know why. Well, actually, I can tell you it started because I just forgot to ta- Stop looking at me like that, you two. It started because I forgot to take the tag off. And now, I don't know, I'm just leaving them on. Nobody
2: knows, it's my little secret. We could unpack this for like a half an well, hour. now so that- Alex, comment, you get one minute. Is it really that weird? Yes, it's insanely Is weird, Is it Alex. worth
1: it being like uncomfortable? I mean, I'm just like like weighing the the cost of that.
0: I wear women's clothing. It's all uncomfortable anyway. It makes no difference.
1: Okay.
0: It's like a giant sweater and a tiny little tag.
2: You know.
1: Guess I can't argue that one. <laughs>
2: i'm impressed that you know you can april fools yourself and you know it will work every time that's worrisome not very bright
1: i think it's an evolved form of like conditioning yourself it's a weird mix of being self-aware and
0: not aware of anything? I'm
1: fooling you? I don't know, you're on another level.
0: Thank
2: yes! You. I'm on Sonia Morgan level.
1: Hey man, if it works for you. <laughs> I mean, it's
2: a crazy time, you're a crazy lady, you're right at home. It's a fun little quirk I've developed. Honestly,
0: I really recommend it. Next time you get something, it can't be like a t shirt, it has to be like something bigger, like a sweater or a coat or mm. a headband. I just tucked that right in. I still what? have my tags on onto my headband. Just next time, just put the tag in there. Just don't take it off. Just see. Just just do a little test, Little scientific test. It will drive me
1: insane, but I will try with one.
2: Thank you. You are going to get more credit at like thread up, I suppose. <gasps> I didn't even think about it like that. Well, it's the only logical conclusion to be drawn from this.
0: <laughs> I'm doing it for myself. Okay.
2: Well, good good for you.
0: <laughs> All right, we have some odds and ends to clear up before we get into this week's episode of Bravo. So, are you guys ready to move on over for our reunion wrap-up? Uh, yes, please. Yep. All right, reunion wrap-up. So, we got quite a few to cover since we missed last week. So, we are going to give ourselves a set time and we have to move on to the next Bravo show when the timer goes off. Are you guys ready? Starting with Summer House.
2: Okay. Woo! Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right go all right hannah sucks we can establish that let's move on okay um luke's a liar we can establish that yeah bullshit that was production i finished the last season season four right before i watched this last reunion and he ate her out for two hours gross they would hang out midweek when they were back in the city he would tell all the guys he's really falling for hannah this was the weirdest, bullshittiest thing. And what was so odd is Luke started as a villain in the season,
0: mm-hmm.
2: season five, and then he became like not much towards the end of it. And Hannah became the villain. But he honestly kind of took that villain globe away from Hannah by doing exactly what Hannah does, which is lying. It was an, what an odd choice for someone to make. And it was so premeditated. Mm-hmm. It was an odd thing to think that that would go well. That's why I think he did it is because he
0: figured that out with his sister on the drive there or whatever. And he's like, I'm going to say it. it." Do
1: you think he just wasn't anticipating Andy's reaction? Because that was the most like...
0: (laughs) I've never seen Andy be like, Luke, shut the fuck up. It was kind of like
1: a watch out, man. Like, you don't want to lose your job. He he seemed very upset by that. Which, you know what? In, In a different light, I agree that I think Luke was lying. But one could also look at that and be like, Andy doesn't want this information out there.
0: No. So he's like, Luke,
1: don't, what are you doing, buddy? Don't reveal, like, the, the secrets behind production of the show.
0: Then we get... Luke goes away to go apologize to Hannah. We see him backstage talking to a producer. And the producer is saying to him, didn't you mean you were telling us about how you wanted her to go? Don't you mean that was your idea? And he's like, yes, it was my idea. <gasps> and...
1: Mm. Uh,
0: I don't know. The whole thing was so weird. Luke's a bad actor. And Andy hates... Hannah so much, but he was so mad at Luke, he was not going to let that slide.
1: Yep, because the facade came tumbling down with that.
0: Did you guys love Hannah's surprise accidentally showing her ring in an Instagram story?
1: That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life.
0: I know! (laughs) Such a Luke lie, right?
1: (laughs) Uh, Maybe, or she's just dumb, I don't know.
0: Um, I'm sitting on a piece of spicy gossip. Do you guys want to know it now? Yes.
1: Wait, before the gossip, before the gossip. A nice thing. Carl in this last reunion is the nicest showing anyone has ever had on a Bravo show. That's all I'm yes. gonna say.
2: Yes. It was also by far and away his best season. And I don't want every other Bravo celebrity to take note because we need no, them. No, drinking no, no. We'll and we need do, yeah, them yeah, exactly. messy. But after seeing Carl for four seasons have a really hard time, I very much enjoyed this perfect Carl. Do I want him to last? No, because we need him on this show. Yeah,
1: this was a once in a lifetime thing this season for him. And it was nice to watch. Yeah.
2: But Do you know who's a star? Lindsay. Oh,
1: Lindsay is a
0: star. Put her on housewives when she ages out of summer house. Holy shit.
2: I think she might be almost the queen of Bravo. She makes Stassi and Katie look like they don't know what they're doing out there. It's effortless with Lindsay.
1: She's just Mm -hmm. who she is.
2: And she hasn't gotten fired yet. Congrats, Lindsay. Congrats to you. Congrats. All All right. right,
1: Getting to the gossip.
2: Moving on. Here's my spicy
0: bit of gossip. Hannah put out on Instagram. These past three summers have truly been a whirlwind. And this show has, without a doubt, changed my life. And I will be ever thankful for the platform it has provided me. But I look forward to an exciting summer, but with mixed emotions, I am announcing I will not be spending it living in the summer house.
1: That butt was like, I don't, spoilers for Succession, but there's a famous butt in that show. That rivals that.
0: I mean, she was fired? Or do you think that, I don't think she was a good villain. She's not like a Dorinda fun villain. She was just
2: obnoxious.
1: Elizabeth, you saw how traumatized she was by this season she cannot be in the same space as kyle
2: she was also not asked on winter house
1: can you imagine her with austin and craig <laughs> <laughs> they would set her off like immediately they wouldn't be able to have a single conversation together
2: she's with austin and craig in season three they come over for a playday those
1: are during the good hannah days
2: mm-hmm. that is true that is true it's... i don't think anyone leaves bravo willingly i think they can either read the writing on the wall or they get told, hey, how do you want to do this? Because I honestly think the money's too good for people just to go... You don't think Des
1: ways. maybe had a say in it?
2: Oh! Oh,
0: we're done! Alex will never know. All right, time's up. Now we're moving over to Atlanta. So, why the fuck did we watch a whole season of Profits and the Profit Community and Bolo when there was this steamy drama simmering just under the surface. And what drama am I speaking of? Oh, the Portia Phelan fiance stealing drama.
2: Julia, do you care to explain? Portia, as we all know, is engaged to Fallon's ex-husband. This ex-husband was on a trip with us, so he was being held hostage in his adjacent rental home when they were in North Carolina. And now Fallon is engaged to someone else. And I think she's the one who proposed
0: in a bowling alley. I looked at their shoes in the proposal picture of her proposing to her boyfriend. And they're definitely wearing bowling shoes. So (laughs) bolo. I mean, in her defense, I would
2: do the exact same thing. Propose in bowling shoes? Yes. Like, just wherever i was as soon as i saw all of this Portia simon news i would have to pretend i was okay immediately if bullying shoes were on that is what would happen
1: i love that that scenario of her just carrying a ring around with her <laughs> anytime <laughs> just in case <laughs>
0: Just in case Portia decides to strike. Now the weirdest thing is, the reason we all know this is because on Mother's Day, Portia uploaded a picture to her Instagram of her standing with Simon with her ex Dennis behind her. She's wearing a moo moo. I don't know how else to say it. Sparking pregnancy rumors and then she has a big fat engagement ring on so that's kind of how we got here Well,
2: also a quick engagement always sparks pregnancy rumors Moo Moo or no, but you saying that we got too much of profit drama I would have to say I had a lot a lot
0: of <laughs> profit
2: drama in me because The fact that this prophet created so much bad prophet energy, other prophets started dropping out of Drew's baby blessing. They cursed the baby. Was (laughs) the most delightful information. And Andy himself was truly perplexed.
1: He had to keep reiterating that it was true, like that that he was conveying the right information because everyone thought it was insane. It
0: was insane. How many prophets? Well, it's a false prophet, Julia. If you have sex with LaToya, you are no longer a prophet. You're a false prophet at that Mm -hmm. point.
1: A false, and false prophets make big profits, from what I
2: understand. <gasps> <Yes>. Gucci
0: sweatshirts! <laughs> I figured out why Marlo does not have a peach during these reunions, part one, two, and three, and it's because she can't streamline her narrative. She was kind of like trying to make herself a semi-villain, but I couldn't follow what she was getting at. She was insinuating that the theme of the reunion was dungeon-themed because The comment Portia made to candy four years ago and not because they had a dungeon themed bachelorette party mere months ago.
1: Which then derailed the reunion and they had to spend like 20 minutes explaining that.
0: Yeah, so (laughs) I was like, what is Marlo talking about? I couldn't follow where you have Kenya spouting off one-liners. Kenya is like the perfect villain because she's likable. That's the mm-hmm. other thing, too, is
2: I love Kenya. She's the and villain, I know she's and she villain. feels
1: like the main cast member.
2: Mm-hmm. She's the main character, for yeah. sure. She, Which she is hard to do them. because Portia's there, and Portia's a lot. Like, Kenya's yeah. got some power.
1: Portia's shady. I mean, I, I wonder if, like, watching back all the comments that are made about Fallon's husband, I wonder if, like, there's little cuts to Portia. Because like, doesn't she, oh, like, I defend so. her a couple of times?
2: Are we going to I making a that up? Time?
1: Yes. Am I making this up? Didn't she like defend like the age gap a few times or like, or just at least didn't say anything about it?
0: At her party, I think so. And also a lot of people went back and rewatched the Halloween episode and were looking for
2: weird little clues. The shadiest person on this reunion though, Andy, Mr. Silver Bullet. Because not only did he bring out the crab cakes at the end of the episode, which I found truly delightful. (laughs) He also said to Drew if you're gonna be a housewife drew you have to deliver those receipts
1: i love that oh if i were drew that would have broken me
2: Ooh. I screamed out loud especially with the unverified tea we have that she's been trying to get on Atlanta for several years yes. yeah speaking of
0: trying to get on let's talk about leaving not necessarily leaving but leaving to a new time slot there is rumor that Portia has a three-part series coming up focusing on her and it has been confirmed that candy is getting a spin-off on her restaurant very um, Vanderpump Rules-esque so oh, I'm blaze. excited for both I know. and then Kenya and Cynthia were on all-stars like this is a killer cast.
1: Perfect.
2: Does Sonia get one? Do we all get to go to the desert with Sonia for the three oh episodes? My God. Um, that would be
1: a dream. If she I had her own show, that. that would truly be a dream.
0: Okay, now we have to get into Dallas. What a rough reunion with even rougher backlash. So first, let's start with some little baby things in the actual reunion until we get into the nitty gritty of the harassment that's been happening online. So first... Everybody's confused by Deandra's financial situation. How can she have $50 million, but not have
2: $200? Deandra, I think her mom controls all of her estate money. I think she controls it from her biological father and stepfather. Got it.
1: Yeah, she, there's, she specifically asked her mom like for money this season.
2: Oh yeah. yeah, and she the last two seasons she was on, it was just a grovel constantly for this money. Now, Alex,
0: your girl Carrie, had quite the episode uh she announced her divorce the day before that episode air where she announces it on bravo kind of love that for her you know taking the wind out of bravo's sails. and Mm -hmm. i also want to call attention to the insane pivot that andy did towards brandy when he brought up that her mother-in-law was brutally killed in a car accident and And her
2: daughter was almost killed in the same car accident
0: and he basically just goes yeah that sucks So your husband cheated on you, and we all saw it. Like, did not miss a beat. And
1: then, yeah, that sucks too. So that racist video you made, (laughs) it just, like, kept building. But it's funny that it starts off with the most tragic thing, and barely any of the housewives there respond to that. But then when they get into the cheating part, they're all in tears. (laughs) I thought that was very interesting.
0: What came right before this that I forgot to mention was, Brandy, did you find it hard to watch you heavily binge drink even though you were pregnant this entire time? And she's like, ha ha, yeah. But she's fine. And then we moved on. Like, she was out of her first trimester. She was very pregnant at the end of the filming. That's probably why she threw up at Tiffany's pizza party. Why was that not brought up? Come mm-hmm. on. Okay. And now we have to talk about Cam Westcott and her dumbass husband, Court. And are you ready? What's his what's Court's brother's name? Chart Westcott? Chart. Not to be confused with Chart. <laughs> Who have been just attacking Tiffany online. They have tweeted out and gotten Facebook arguments with so many people, Bravo fans, tagging Tiffany, tagging Tiffany's place of work. But I'm going to read, I think one of the worst ones, which is from court, at Tiffany Moom and D. Anti-racism is racism. It discriminates by color of one's skin. They tried it once in Germany and it did not work out well. I don't understand how many of your patients could be comfortable with you treating them with your vile, open racism. What an ignorant, horrible little man. So what a spicy take from such a bland human being. Tiffany then changed her bio on Instagram to say previous cast member of Real Housewives of Dallas, season five, and then she later updated it to cast member of Real Housewives of Dallas. People have been adding Bravo, of course, and Bravo finally issued a statement Saying, Bravo strongly supports the Asian American and Pacific Islander community. Anti-racism is, in fact, not a form of racism. Feels weird that they had to clarify that. And the network stands behind Dr. Tiffany Moon and her advocacy against racism and violence.
2: Thank you. Finally.
0: I mean, Cam's fired. She can't be on TV again. No. And that, what I just read, yeah. was the beginning of it. This has been going on for days. And Wait, Court and Chart have really been on it. <laughs> yeah, they've been on it, Julia. There is an Instagram account run by Victoria, and the handle is Asians Who Watch Bravo. And of course she speaks out a lot against the Asian hate and has been a huge champion for Dr. Moon and all of the shit that she's had to put up with. So when Victoria has been posting things that have been calling out Cam specifically, not Brandy, Cam, for her anti-Asian remarks, people have started messaging this Instagrammer and she ended up being doxxed and having to delete her account. And she is now back, yay. And she posted screenshots and it's every time she posted something about Cam, people came in and started going hard on her. So I don't know if these are Cam stands or if these are like Finsta accounts and it is straight up the Westcotts. But I do think it's weird that when she calls out Brandy for being racist, a different housewife from Dallas, nothing happens. She calls out Cam. She gets Mm doxxed. So, Victoria, we're very happy you're safe and back online. We love you. And we're happy that you're sassing it up again. I
1: also heard that Court and Chart uh, try to make a citizen's arrest on Tiffany for hiding food in someone's food without them knowing
0: yeah, Alex, it's literally like the amount of receipts that go with this are so insane. Um, it's a matter of time till Cam gets fired. Yeah. Rightfully Damn. so.
1: Cam do, th- revealing that, that, that misdemeanor in Texas thing about the food was so funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dr. Cam.
1: actually, you can get arrested for hiding food in people's food in the state of Texas, so.
2: Thank- thanks, Cam. <laughs> So on Jersey, we get to meet Lewis for the first time. And I just have to call out shenanigans. Teresa, you did not give only a kiss goodbye on the third date. Like, come on, girl. Anyway.
0: Uh, the roughest thing that I had to hear out of that was Teresa talking about how he's so nice and how he gets her when this is the ex husband of the woman who ran in her wedding dress through the streets as a domestic abuse awareness after she divorced him. So.
2: Oh no. Uh-oh. oh no. Well, I thought the only bad thing about him was the final line of the season of New Jersey was him saying, I'm going to be with her till her boobs sag to the floor. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but then after, then what does he do? Leaves?
1: Yeah. Yeah. She, rough. I love that really long kiss that they lingered on while they're at dinner together. And then the camera just like kind of pans away from it, implying that the kiss kept going. (laughs) We were already watching it for so long. (laughs) But hey, they're in love, as Joe Gorga says.
0: Uh, Okay, Joe Gorga. I thought the whole he and Melissa thing was totally manufactured. But now I'm starting to think that their marriage really is falling apart.
1: It's interesting with him, it's confusing, because when he's called out for stuff he literally says, he goes, that's not me, that's not what I'm about. (laughs) A chauvinist?
0: Me? A chauvinist man? It's hard to hear it back sometimes.
1: That's true. But he's very clear in what he's saying.
0: (laughs) I don't know how he can stand next to Dolores, point to her and say, this is a broken woman and then say, Dolores, she's like my sister. I've known her forever, since high school. She's broken.
1: I love you, Frank, but you broke this woman.
0: <laughs> um, I also really love Joe's idea of what modern relationships versus more traditional relationships look like. When Melissa confronts him and says, we have more of a traditional relationship than these other women do. He goes, what are you talking about? You leave the house all the time without me. Like okay, there's there's a line between not being allowed outside without a male companion
2: <laughs> and like living in your own house. But not for Joe Gorga. <laughs> so I watched Watch What Happens Live a couple of weeks ago. The men of Jersey all gave their taglines, and I would like to read them because they are a gift, and I would like to give that gift to you too. Can we
1: guess? Can we guess? I love oh, guessing. Of
2: course. Oh, there's, <laughs> you're gonna guess right away. Okay, first one. I always wear the pants even if my wife picks out the shirt. Oh
1: um, Joe B.
2: Yes. Beat me too. I was gonna say Margaret, Mr. Margaret. (laughs) Mr. (laughs) Mr. Margaret. I love how Margaret was gonna withhold birthday sex from him if he didn't finish the house by the time for his birthday. (laughs) (laughs) If the contractors did it for That's so good. Okay. I'm the only bill my wife is responsible for. Well,
1: Elizabeth, I'll let you take this one.
2: (laughs) (laughs) The only stuff I'm doing at the gym is turning heads.
1: And giving head.
2: Oh, heaven. No. And that makes it worse,
0: Julia. I'm going to interrupt our little uh, read off to bring up Jackie when they're getting ready for the party. She puts on her share wig and says, ha ha, I'm the girlfriend from the gym.
2: And I said, oh no, out loud. Mm-hmm. She's it,
1: she's trying to own it, but uh, <laughs> it's embarrassing.
2: All right, Julia, keep going. I don't know how other men rank, but remember, there's always a reason they call me Big Frank. Yes, <laughs> guess that one if you will. <laughs> I would like uh, to know that David is not one of the men who will be giving a tagline. Yeah, to that. but the yeah. ex-husband with right Frank course. around,
1: there's no way.
2: No. If you envy my wife, get a load of my life. Ew, hey, was that Joe Gorga? Yep.
1: Like That's what I picture him saying at those Growing with Gorga events, though. Just like weird platitudes.
0: <laughs> Alex, are you referring to uh, things like, you know, casual catchphrases like, Merman! That's the guy who plows the mermaid all the time. He does her all the time.
1: Melissa's <laughs> mythology of mermen isn't much better. Where she's like, yeah, a merman. you know, they catch the mermaids. <laughs>
0: I think she was trying to talk him into
1: it. Oh, maybe, yeah. And
0: I like that he had the response that like a 12-year-old boy would have, Yeah, the merman, who gets to do her? <laughs> <laughs>
1: he also, I, if I saw him at a party and I didn't know he was a merman, I would have thought it was just like a shitty like tin man. Yeah,
0: I, I thought it was just Joe Gorka. I didn't realize he was dressed up.
1: Worst Bravo costume of all time, Joe B as Gomez. <laughs> That's just my two cents.
2: Margaret called him my little Gomez. Oh, my little Gomez. I was like, oh God, poor Joe. <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right, are we all ready for Roni? Yeah. Okay, Roni, episodes one and two of season 13, very exciting. Um, I do want to start out with some stray thoughts. Number one, Ramona still is very much in love with Mario, which makes me sad. Number two, I learned that I actually was allergic to alcohol in college because according to Lou, blacking out is a symptom of being allergic to alcohol. So mm-hmm. good to know. Three, I never get non-alcoholic drinks. Like, why would you drink non-alcoholic rosé? Just have a Lacroix.
1: Cause you can call it
2: Fose. <sighs>
0: it's not to be confused fun. with frosé. I actually,
2: I support this decision on Lou's part. Continue.
0: All right, and my last one. We got to hear one of my favorite things that happens in Bravo. No, 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 not ordering, but the, oh yeah, I'm gonna bring my friend Ebony that I met through a mutual friend named producer. I love when they pretend they're friends in real life. Cut
1: to them as best friends seemingly starting from scratch. (laughs) Learning everything about each other.
2: But Ebony does an amazing thing that most New housewives don't do where she makes callbacks to prior seasons that she was not a part of because everyone knows they all watch the shows. And she's just putting it out there in a very seamless, gorgeous way.
1: But what's interesting about that is when she meets... Ramona, Sonia, and Luann. Afterwards, she's like, wow, well, yeah, they're like how you describe them to me. As though she hadn't been watching them for all those years, I was, as if she was just meeting them for the first time.
2: She made the lower level crack at Luann. Yeah. So that was amazing. I think mm-hmm. meeting
0: those women is might be would be very yeah. different
2: than watching them in the comfort of your own home. I'm sure she wasn't prepared for Sonia oh. to point out her home's diversity by pointing to her fish. But Ebony
0: didn't skip a beat. Sonia's bragging about how she's racially inclusive because she has orange fish and black fish and white fish. And Ebony says, yeah, and you're even body positivity in this aquarium. You have some fat fish, some skinny fish, some log fish. I loved (laughs) it. I have never seen Sonia in this light. Most of the time I'm like, ha ha ha, quirky Sonia. And for some reason, the first episode specifically, Sonia felt, I don't want to say old, but she felt very like quirky Mima watching her get into the bathroom. Like cause she had a and...
1: caregiver with her?
0: Yeah. Oh, her she was... always has an intern, but yeah. it was a caregiver. Alex is right. It was a caregiver. That poor Zoe
2: who looks so scared. I think the townhouse does not wear Sonia well.
1: She seemed, It's as though it's her first day living there. <laughs> her first time using the tub, certainly.
2: I think also
0: another part that made me cringe, like, oh no, Sonya's the weird aunt. No, weird grandma. Weird.
2: She used to be your weird aunt.
0: Now she's your weird grandma, yes. is when mm-hmm. Leah is bringing Ebony like, oh, come to my grandma's house, I'll bring my friend. And Sonia's outside hosing rocks and explaining, these are weird rocks.
1: Nobody knows how to do this but me.
0: With brunch set up right there so the plates are getting sprayed. She looked unhinged.
2: It made me very sad. But then she kind of pulled it together next episode. So, I don't know. Yeah, she may be earning her way back to aunt status, but she was also out of the townhouse in the second episode i think she's haunted i think she's haunted what i think happened with her and her ex-husband i think there was something to where she knew their relationship wasn't going to be the same he cheated on her she cheated on him whatever it was she made the decision to leave and she hasn't found anything in her mind better so i think in covid i think she's feeling very alone
1: She's also aware of how kooky she is in that place. She, she knows people say that it's like Grey Gardens, her living in there. So she's aware. She's aware of the image that she's yeah. presenting.
2: She's really not being a good saleswoman for her townhouse that's currently for sale. This
0: is horrible. It's creepy in here. No,
1: nothing works. <laughs>
2: The women are a little too buttoned up right now. Do you think this will
0: last, or do you think that they are going to be? Back I to think Ramona is already
1: kind of <laughs> cracking. Once she started heating up the pool up? to ninety-five degrees, I don't think Ramona's buttoned up. I think she's already letting loose. The hot pool thing was so funny to me. That's so classic, Ramona. It got to be ninety-five degrees. <laughs> <Just back to laughs> and up, and then the it. way she just kind of like attacks the healer <laughs> and tries to get the definition of healing out of her. So Ramona, <laughs> yeah, Ramona's unbuttoned.
0: All right. A lot of people are saying that this season doesn't have the same vibe as last season's, but I think it's a little lighter now that we don't have Dorinda, who is just angry. I mean, remember Dorinda burned her boyfriend and then laughed at it in the opening scene of last season.
2: Also, we're in COVID. Of course it's different. I mean, Luann can't run into Tom. She has a -a Mm peekaboo at his terrace I would like to say, though, that that had to have been the selling feature of the apartment that she's currently in. There's no way she did not know that was there.
1: Absolutely. She she's playing it cool. But own, I know Luann.
2: I, I miss a Morgan, Sonia. Julia. Situation. Are you saying it's about Tom? It's about Tom. Um, Such a good episode. I
0: love Ebony. I think that she's going to fit right in and she can hold her own in this insane cast. When she went and laid down on the bed, though, went to bed early, at first I was worried,
2: but then I totally empathized with her because that group seems exhausting. She also got their weight earlier than the other women, and so she and Leah had to eat lunch essentially twice with everybody. Also, would think of all the steam coming
1: off that 95-degree pool. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Is that hot for a pool? It's cold
0: for a hot tub. It's hot for a pool. All right.
1: It's hot for a pool.
0: If you jumped in the ocean,
2: it was 95 degrees. You'd be like, I'm in the Gulf of Mexico. Okay. And I got to get back to the Pacific. All right. Are we ready for awards?
0: Yeah. Yes. Okay. Awards. Um, I'm going to start us off with not an award, but a negative award. I am taking away a award this week. I am taking away the Milford Academy's seen not heard award named after arrested developments milford academy where students were silent we gave it to jen from real housewives of dallas and i am taking it away from her because guess what she should have stayed quiet jen felt like it was important to air her thoughts on the internet this week and chimed into the tiffany westcott debate Saying wonderful things like, Dr. Mean was fined $5,000 by Bravo for being racist against Cam. Posting, let white explaining begin. Cam was not fined. Furthermore, Chicken Foot was so gross. Now I'm vegan. I mean, zero disrespect for the brilliant Asian culture. Zero. It was just gross vomit emoji. Uh Okay. So you can uh, just keep that to yourself, Jen.
2: Yeah, maybe never hear from you again. Maybe that's why we never heard from her in the first place. (laughs) All right, Julia. Okay, I have two awards. I'm giving the It's All Happening Award. As we know, this is the tattoo Sheena Shea has on her arm. And I'm giving it to Sheena Shea because she gave birth on april 26th and then vanderpump rules began filming and she was at palm springs a place she owns a home filming with the cast this week this is the second week of may sheena Shea, it is all happening every time i see that on your arm i think "Mm, how dare i think that it wasn't all happening for you wow that was really
1: are you an almost famous fan julia
2: Oh, this is an almost famous family. Yeah. All right.
1: Okay. We know a Penny Lane. We can all agree. It's a pretty cool tattoo.
2: It's a good tattoo. And then I'm giving the Metsit award to Tiffany Moon. Tiffany Moon had us all worried that she was leaving Real Housewives of Dallas, which would, of course, put Dallas 10 feet under. Like Meghan Merkel wasn't getting support from the firm, I believe, tiffany wasn't getting support from bravo in regards to all of the racist comments that other bravo celebrities were sending her way and bravo celebrities' husbands and bravo celebrities' brother-in-law's shark congratulations tiffany moon you exited for just mere moments i think it was less than an hour the bravo universe spoke and now you might be back so you actually pull the better mexit than megan
0: everybody's calling for a uh, married to medicine dallas where it's just tiffany oh wow honestly i would probably watch that over real
2: housewives of dallas i I, yeah deandra has to show up i gotta find out where this 50 million went well
0: where do you think deandra's (laughs) getting her pills julia she has to go to the doctor oh true there i got it all figured out (laughs) alex
2: All
1: right. I also have two awards. Um, I'm happy that you took the Milford Academy Award away because I'm going to give it to someone right now. I'm going to give it to Jackie uh, from New Jersey, who was a total Jen Davis during this finale episode, especially during the Halloween party where she would just kind of be in the background of some (laughs) shots. And there's even like during the big Margaret and Joe Gorga showdown, the camera follows her just kind of walk right past, stop like she's about to say something, doesn't say anything. And just keeps walking. <laughs> so what happened with her in the latter half of the season after the whole Teresa drama ended? Jackie just kind of fell off.
2: She did host a birthday people kept getting out of. I mean, George Gorga had to fake a medical emergency so his wife didn't Oh,
1: that's out. right. I forgot that that was her thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, the season started with her throwing Evan a birthday party. And that didn't go well either. So I think that maybe Jackie should stay away from the party planning. Biz.
1: Yeah. And my second award is the complete one eighty award. An award that should go to a lot of these people. But this this week it goes to Hannah from Summerhouse, who, after for seemingly hours, insisted that her and Des fooling around in Kyle and Amanda's bedroom was just a joke, declares suddenly, it was probably one of the worst things I've ever done.
2: <laughs> way to read the room and that's also why she just retired
1: so congrats Hannah the only word you're getting from me
0: oh boy what a week you guys thank you guys so much for joining me thank you Elizabeth
1: Uh, anytime available anytime
0: and I will sadly not be with you guys next week but maybe I'll pop by with some fun taglines from Beverly Hills
1: what a tease
0: that's what I'll be doing (laughs) You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.